Husker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Hi, Britton. Hi, Matt. Tis the season. To say happy holidays? Merry Christmas. Okay, Trump. <laughs> Ooh, it's going to be like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays, Britain. Happy holidays, Matt. Tis the season to buy a home or not? Tis always the season to buy a home if the right home presents itself. This is one of the reasons realtors have a bad reputation is, is now a good time to buy or sell? Now is always a good time to buy or sell. And it's actually, even though we get knocked for it, it's generally the correct statement in my experience. I think when people ask the question of when is the right time to buy or sell, that some people think that what you pay or what you would get for your property as a seller, that that changes substantially throughout the year. And in San Francisco, you pretty much count on it going up all year and going up the next year. And then there's a correction and then it goes back up. I mean, it's not like there there are little blips and it's not like it's a straight trajectory every year. We do have season, we do have ups and downs that are not necessarily driven by the seasons. There could be outliers. There could be, um, you know, if, if interest rates bump up unexpectedly, that can make things go down for a little while. But it's not like there is um, a time of year like, oh, if you wait till August, you'll pay 7% less. No. Math is hard. Let's go shopping. Okay. That's the end of the podcast. See you next week. <laughs> As we were talking about this one, I think you really kind of encapsulated it for me in this great statement, you know, which is inventory changes by season, but value doesn't. Um, yeah, because I mean, inventory does fluctuate by the seasons. Because, and obviously, as we approach Hanukkah and Christmas and New Year's um, through December, January and December, there's usually a lot November and December. Um, there's usually a lot less inventory because people are going to be either traveling themselves or they're going to be having a lot of family in through the holidays and they just don't want to deal with either looking at houses or having to keep their house neat and tidy if it's on the market. Yeah. You know, the flip side is you sometimes get a few sellers that are particularly motivated because they need some kind of, uh, something to happen by December 31st and, 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 but my experience is, you know, people come to that conversation thinking that sellers are more motivated than they generally are. Um, like they might need to do something, but it's, it's never been like, Oh, I need to do something so much that I'm, you know, going to give you a crazy deal. Right. Um, it, it's kind of more of that, but it's more to your point that, you know, the value throughout the year doesn't change. Um, you know, so if it's, it's kind of more, yes, you might pay less at an off time of year, but what you're getting is less. Right. It's not like if you wait for um, a certain time of year that suddenly there's some seasonal discount. This, this isn't Black Friday for I was, houses. I was just going to say, so when's our, when's our, when's our Black Friday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Totally off topic. Saw a commercial last night for Walmart that had people jumping up from their Thanksgiving dinner table to get to Walmart at 6 p.m. on Thursday. They're calling that Black Friday. Like, don't lie about it, people. It's still Thanksgiving Thursday. Okay. Rant over. I'm kind of concerned that you were watching a show that was carrying that advertisement. It was House Hunters. I was going to say, was it House Hunters? Brian and I have a, we watch House Hunters every once in a while and we decide which person we hate the most um, because usually we hate at least one half of the couple and we mock, and we mock, we mock them mercilessly. I don't even know why we watch it.
<laughs> I can't watch any of the real estate reality shows. Why? Uh, because they're not real. Well, there is that. Right? They're just completely staged. And the things we know about how they're staged and, and when they're taped and what has actually happened by that point takes all of the the fun out of it. Hmm. You know which one I do like? One of the um, is Property Brothers. I don't even know what that. It's the two um, super tall guys. One's a real estate agent. One's a contractor. They're, they're twin brothers. And so tall brother number one finds them the house and tall brother number two turns it into a fabulous new house. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. Is it somewhere in the deep south? No, they go all over. Okay. That's fun. Is yeah. it? I could watch that. Yeah, it's fun. And you, and and they're pretty. <laughs> they're pretty. Okay, I can watch that. Um so do they find deals? Like I think one of the so I blame reality TV for a lot of things. Like and, the phrase open concept. And people coming to agents with expectations that are impossible um, or unrealistic or, you know, that there is a neighborhood or time of year when everything is 30% off and nobody else notices. Um, and do folks get these ideas from quote unquote reality TV shows? Probably. So, cause where do, where do the property brothers find these great deals that, you know, well, no, sometimes their buyers pay over asking. Ah. So, I mean, they'll, they'll, they tell them like, you know, this one. So wait, are they doing this for themselves or for like cl with clients? With clients. Oh, so like they're, they're flipping together. So brother number one is a real estate agent. They oh, go I like, looking I like together. the way you know his name. <laughs> brother A. <laughs> Jonathan is the contractor. And not Jonathan is the other one. What is his? Drew. 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 Okay. So, but they, they go out together, the brother one and brother two, and then the clients because brother, the contractor brother will say, you know, this place is hideous, but here's what we can do. And then like they do computer animation and they show, you know, they foof it up and it looks gorgeous. So they go looking all together and then the contractor um, does the work. Interesting. But the real estate agent brother will say this one is in a really hot neighborhood and it's underpriced. And so you're going to have to pay over asking. And then other times he'll say this one has been on the market for 273 days and and then, I mean, and my, my take is that if it's on the market for 273 days and it hasn't sold, the seller is probably an idiot <laughs> and won't take a market price offer, you know. How do, how, how do you really feel about that? Or maybe there's a bad agent who's not being realistic with the seller or something, but, you know, it's not like, oh, it's been on the market 273 days, so there's got to be some room. It's like, huh, 273 days, the seller might be digging his or her heels in. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Um, we won't even jump into the psychology of timing on this one because just, yeah. What's the topic this week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, tis, time of year. Time of year. Time tis, of year. Tis the season. <laughs> we are like the king and queen of tangent today. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, what's the very best deal that we could, I'm trying to think of like the very best deal we got for a client and what, what time of year it was or if there's, I, I think that, um, you're, snarky answer to the question when is the right time to buy is probably perhaps the best answer but it requires a time machine and the best time to buy was 10 years ago exactly <laughs> well because we did have obviously um no i'm gonna say not eight years ago after the crash okay because, yeah like uh, 9th and 11 you, you had a, a three-year window there but back to the point about timing, I would say the best time to buy when you're a buyer is when nobody else wants to. But generally the times that no one else wants to buy, no one wants to buy period, you know, but like during the downturn, 
um, even though, you know, prices were down and going down, you know, everyone's feeling or hope or, or expression was like, well, I think it's going to go down even more. So that's right. why I'm waiting. Yeah. Yeah. People thought that they would wait until the very bottom. But when we did hit bottom here in San Francisco, the bounce was fast. Yeah. The bounce was large. And I mean, the, the, the neighborhoods that went down first went down the most. They came back latest and they took the longest. But the, I mean, the whole city took a hit. It was just some neighborhoods dropped faster, dropped farther, stayed down lo- longer and took longer to recover. But it probably took till probably 13 or 14 before the whole city had caught up. Exactly. I mean, from my point of view, it felt like folks woke up on January 1st, 2012 and were just go. Yeah. Right. And you felt that across the city by mid 13, 14, right? There wasn't a neighborhood that wasn't on fire. It was just like, you know, every property type, everything up. I think one of the other interesting things coming out of the downturn was it was really the first time we've seen, at least in my experience, kind of a separation between what's happening to single families and the condo market. Um, just because of the amount of new construction we have around condos in those neighborhoods. You know, for example, you had South of Market, uh, where folks picked up investment condos and then just walked away when the numbers didn't work. Right. And those were the buildings that kind of took the longest to recover. And then those prices were competing against new construction, uh, which sets the price for what you're going to get on a resale. Yeah, I think that's a that's an interesting um, point you brought up about the divergence between the condo market and the single family market. Because, I mean, even in, you know, previous like hot cycles, you know, condos were hot, single families were hot. Um, you know, it was, it's, it's kind of been an interesting evolution on that front. So as we head into the holidays and um, we actually, uh, it's been interesting. Uh, we've had a, a lot of deals happen just in the last couple of days around here. And my hunch is that the holidays aren't going to be a quiet time of year for us. I'm so glad I'm leaving town. <laughs> Fun, Matt. Thanks. It's your turn. <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> on an on a related note, my presidency comes to an end on December thirty first. <laughs> can I add that to the top of my business related thankfulness list? You certainly can. Um, so, is there a right time to buy or sell? Yes. What is it? When you find the house you like, or when it's the life event that's happening and it's just the time, right? Yeah. And that's what, you know, inventory with houses is never the same. Uh, you know, it's not like Walmart or Target or any other store where you walk in and you're like, I'll take the black t-shirt. And if they're out of black t-shirts, they're like, okay, we'll have more black t-shirts next week. I mean, that's not housing. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, you can always say, I mean, there's always going to be stuff coming on the market, but it won't. And even if it's close, it's never exactly the same. Unless of course it is the exact same unit, which rarely happens. Right. Yeah. It's a true story. Well, tis the season. Tis the season. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Matt. Congratulations on a, a wonderful 2017. To you as well. Looking forward to see what happens in 2018. Me too. Can't wait. Us Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team. San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Wow.